Ah, I'm Steven. I'm Derek. And this is RC Launcher Pilot Podcast. Welcome back. Everybody, how y'all doing? Hopefully, y'all had a good couple weeks. Yeah, six, eight, whatever. Month and a half. Yeah. Sorry, it's been so long. A lot of stuff happened. Like, like we said, summers are busy times, and so needed busy. needed to give ourselves time to do everything else we have on our schedules. So, yeah, we appreciate you for sh- coming back. Yeah, thank you. So it'll it'll again be a month before <laughs> our next one because there's still a busy summer ahead. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to turn the camera to show some things, but I'm not going to because we'll it, do that in a minute. Uh, it might mess things up, but um, yeah, it would. Let's let's talk about your news, Derek. What news do you have? I don't have. Well, do you want to talk about that? Is that news? That is news ish slash new products slash used products slash. Let's put it in news. It's a great place to put we'll, it in we'll, news. We will talk about it. Let's, <laughs> but let's first off start off by thanking our sponsors, rcbattery.com. Yes, thank they you have very tons much. of crazy sales going on right now. Like They have been pumping out sales pretty regularly. Yes, Jump on those. They, they have, so for my little um, Hobby King DLG, as well as my uh, Gentle Lady 250 from Willy Nilly's, uh-huh. I use little 300 milliamp 2S batteries. Mm-hmm. And I've had to, I, I've used, I have a couple willy-nilly's ones that are just cheap Chinese ones. And then I have a couple from Hobby King. I forget the brand. I think they're Turnigy, but I'm not sure. But they're tiny little rectangle pack batteries. Yeah. RCBattery.com now has some. Oh, sweet. So I'm going to be getting some of those. Cause they, and they come with the XT30 connector on them. All right. Two cell, 300 milliamp with 65C, I'm pretty sure. Wow. So, yeah, I'm going to be getting those because those are perfect for my really tiny planes. Yeah, that's going to be nice. So I'm jumping on that for sure. And they're only like five bucks. That's not too bad. No, no, it's great. not too bad at all. So I will be jumping on that. So thank you, RCBattery.com, for always sticking with us. I got some news about batteries a little bit later. Okay, sweet. A little later. Did you blow one up? No. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Fair enough. (laughs) All right. Do you want to talk about those? Yeah, we can do that. And, and, and those. And those. So I, ha- <laughs> hi, my name is Derek, and I have a problem. I'm gonna stand up. And we're gonna do a quick circle around the room. Here, just just pick it up and take it off the stand. That way we don't move the stand, because okay. that'll be the hard part to reset. So while he's picking that up, um, I stupidly browse RC groups classifieds on a semi-regular basis. Um, and there's a there was a gentleman, on there. Yeah, that uh, was selling off his entire collection of RC airplanes and equipment. And I couldn't afford the entire lot, but I found a guy that's local here that said that he'd be willing to go in on it with me. So he made the initial purchase, took his pick, and then set aside a whole bunch for me. I paid him for my portion, um, and I walked away with nine airplanes, all of them gliders. One of them a motorized glider, but I have three discus launch gliders, one six-ish foot two-channel polyhedral. I have a Rock Hobby 2.2 meter V-tail. I have a foamy, like a foam-built Gentle Lady mm-hmm. with a two-meter wing. And then I have another giant two-meter, I don't know what it is, but it's a two-meter glider with flaps and ailerons. Yep. I have a 3D g- slope glider. 
That's this multicolored one, yeah. the green and red and orange one. Um, it kind of looks like a fish, so I'm going to call it the fish. That's a good name. And then I've got this uh, glide flying wing glider that's yeah. got like feathers and stuff painted on it, so yeah. it's kind of like an eagle. Um, <laughs> they are all well-used airplanes, um, but th- there's only one that's in bad shape, and that's one of the DLGs. The boom is entirely cracked, so I need to – I found the guy – he actually is also local to Utah that made it. Oh, nice. So he told I told him, like, I got in touch with him. I got a cell phone number, so I'm going to be able to text him back and forth and be like, here's what's broken. Can you help me fix it? So Advice or whatever you need to do. Yeah, to get exactly. Nice. He even offered materials, too. Oh, sweet. Um, so, yeah, I have a bunch of planes. I've got one of the DLGs, the um, ready to, fl- ready to maiden. I've got it balanced, like weighted and everything, the receivers in it and ready. Okay. I've got it programmed on my transmitter. And I've got, and the pink, so that's the top one here that you uh-huh. can see, Stephen. The next one down, the pink one, uh, that one, I need, it's like all it needs is to put a receiver in it and a battery and balance it out. Okay. And it's ready to go. Uh, the yellow and black one needs a receiver and battery and it's good to go. The next one down is the broken one. Uh, the fish, I don't plan on flying. I plan on actually selling that one as well as the eagle. Okay. The rock hobby needs a battery and a receiver. I plan on keeping that one so long as the motor's good. It sounds kind of funny when I just free spin it by hand. Okay. Um, the gentle lady and the other one I want to try and sell as well as a couple of the other ones So if you're here. interested in some planes, reach out to us. Yeah. And we might have something. Like I, So I got a screaming deal on might all these planes. deal. And I'm like the big hardest part of selling these is shipping. I like some of them can come apart, like the wings come off all three of these big ones. Yeah, but it's still very big package. Yeah, the DLGs. They don't. Come the apart, wings come they? apart, but I don't know how the wiring is. I took the wing off of the top one, the one that I'm ready to maiden. Yeah. And the way it's wired, it's not easy. Okay. So. It's best if it's someone local that I sell to. Or willing to drive. Or willing to drive. Like, I'll, I'll drive 50 miles to meet the person. So, um, just, you, you saw a quick glimpse. If the editor spends I'll a lot of time, he can slow it down I'll and yeah, show well you I'll some stuff. I'll try and put in some pictures. And, and yeah, since he's the editor, he can yeah. put some pictures in, too. Oh, and the guy that I went in on this deal with, he's got one more that he's going to give to me from the <laughs> from the selection. It's a hand launch glider. Um but it's supposed to be real fast. It's interesting. It's a polyhedral wing, no ailerons, uh, regular elevator. But you know how on your Elf, the entire elevator moved? Uh-huh. On this glider, the entire rudder moves. Like the rudder and vertical stabilizer are the same thing, and that whole surface moves. What? Yeah, it's it sounds That's super weird. weird. It is. But I'm interested. It, it looks really nice. So it, it rotates like the whole rudder, like the this. whole vertical ascent tail assembly, rota- or is what pivots to turn you. Interesting, right? That's yeah. Cool. yeah. He w- he commented on it too. He's like, I've never seen something like this. I'm like, I didn't know that was a thing. I know the like elevator can do that on some planes, but so yeah. So that is that is my problem right now. <laughs> I have very little. I had to make a wall out of boxes to keep my boys from coming in here when they're not supposed to, just because I don't want them accidentally tripping and falling on these things. Yeah. Because um, you want to try to get like I know you're trying to sell some of those, so again, thank you. Reach out to us, yeah. Um, RC Pilots Podcast well, at Gmail dot com. Like, I don't plan on selling min- any like a couple of these. I might sell for more than fifty bucks. The rest yeah. of them, it's going to be fifty bucks. Mostly because you're going to have to provide your own electronics, and that's the expensive part. 
There are serv- generally there anyway. are servos in every single one of these oh, planes. There are servos. There are oh, servos. Nice. Every single one has servos. Um, they all, most of them have receivers. Some of which are these Redcon ADMS receivers. I don't know. Oh. I don't know what that is. I haven't looked it up. It's a so it's a AMS receiver, ADMS receiver, Redcon DM6F receiver, six channel ADMS modulation. So I don't know what brand that's for. Um, most of, there's a few of those receivers, and then there's a couple Spectrum receivers. I got a AR6115E. I've got a AR6100E. A couple weird batteries. So like a couple of them have receivers, okay. a couple of them don't. Um, one like a couple of the DLGs had batteries, but like this is the battery that came in your in one of your um, drones, little yeah. quadcopters. And man, this thing is puffed. Yeah. Like I I don't I'm throwing I'm getting rid of this battery. I don't trust that bugger. Mm. Take off the tip first. <laughs> yeah, cut it off in one go. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like one of them, the pink one had this single that is NICAD a, cell. That is a thirty-three or a. Uh, I don't know what it is, but it's like homemade. He taped the leads. He taped the leads onto this thing. Yeah, I don't so know. This is the same battery. That's the same battery that was in the first generation of Tesla cars. Oh yeah, it's just the, the little NICADs. Yeah, it's the. It's, oh. it's not. A, is it NICAD? No, they're not NICAD. They're lithium-ion, but they're. Oh, that's what it is. It's uh, same thing in all laptop batteries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a regular round cell. But um, what is it, forty-two ninety or something? I can't remember off the top of my head. Well, I what if I take the tape off and we can find out? I mean, yeah, I, that's an easy solution. But I have a bunch of those. I know. I don't plan on using this thing. I don't have anything. It's to pretty retro. It like I get where they were coming from. That's a cheap, easy way, rechargeable. That tape is super. Yeah, stuck you, on don't, there. I'm you don't. You don't want to do off. that. Anyway, it's those, they're pretty standard batteries for like um, laptops and all your rechargeable hardware, um, you know, DeWalt and whatnot. They use the same size of battery um, for their charger packs. They're cheap and easy. They're super high capacity Mm -hmm. and they're super easy to make packs of. Yep. If you don't need like a ton of voltage. Yeah. They're all your 12 volt, 12, 14, 16 volt. They're all going to be that battery. A variation of this. Uh Yeah. So anyway, so, yeah. it's good. That's I still I I've performed inventory on one, two, four or five of these planes. I okay. still need to perform, perform it like so I've t- opened them up, figured out where the battery sits and where the receiver sits like on this on this gentle lady. Like the whole outside is covered in duct tape. I had to dig because there's an on off switch to power the stupid thing outside, um, huh? Yeah. Which is a semi-normal thing to see on planes, but then there's all these little panels for that access. Are like, that are supposed to be for access, because like here's the one on top where you access your receiver, your receiver here, and I had to find that the hard way. Um, and then there's one over here on the side that accesses a, accesses a servo. Like I don't know where the battery is on this thing. I th- it might be in here, but I on, I have no idea. But yeah, it's a it's a foam fuselage that he's gone over with um, the ribbed packing tape, and then it looks like I don't think it's duct tape. It may actually be monocoat or something. It's super weird, and then it's just corrugated plastic sheet for the tail surfaces. Yeah, a lot of resistance on that plane. Yeah, like, like I'm I sh- bet it flies just fine. Oh, I'm sure. But 
it's just kind of a hodgepodge of a plane. Yeah, it's a very interesting. Is yeah. that one that you're thinking of selling? Yes. You want it? No, I don't think so. Okay. I, I, and it, it it is set up for a high start. Oh, it yes, does it have is. the hook on it. So yeah, weird. I wonder I wonder if they just put one of those little two cell small just a round cell battery? Yeah, just little tiny one in that thing. Maybe. I mean, it doesn't it take much. It would run forever. It's yeah. glider. Yeah. The glider it's powering thing. two servos. Yeah. <laughs> and only when you're making course corrections. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, cool. So, yeah. But the one, so I'm really, I've got a DLG ready to maiden or remaiden. Um, it's aileron elevator only, no rudder. Um, because there is a rudder servo, but it's not connected to the rudder because the rudder is not what was originally on, I can tell. Yeah, it's been it's replaced. Been replaced. And it's just now it's just a solid vertical stabilizer, which is yeah. fine. You don't need if you've got ailerons, you can Yeah, you don't need steer. it. It's nice to have. Uh the pink one does have all four channels. So I look forward to getting that in the air. Yeah. Those will be fun. Yeah. Well Well they're honestly in not terrible condition. Again, the only one that's in bad condition is the bottom one just because it like it that one's trash. seen the side of a mountain. So I, I don't know what I'm going to do with that. <laughs> so Derek's got some projects. And if you're interested My in any so of those, much. you probably got to see them throughout this yeah. talking. Um, just reach out to us if you're interested. And send us a message on Instagram or send us an email. Yeah. RCLawnchairPilots at gmail.com. Yep. And uh, we'll figure something out if you're interested. Yep. So, uh, so that is my news. Welcome. To um um hello Derek That's yeah what we all say right <laughs> welcome to air, aircraft alcohol aircraft addicts anonymous anonymous so it's still AA AAA yeah triple A triple A call triple A <laughs> <laughs> so my news is not nearly as no I don't know it's probably close well let's hear so it I did two things I, I, I really it's just two basic things I got going on all right. Um, I got, if any of you are watching, watch my YouTube channel, um, the, uh, uh, Stephen the Wiz and Drones and More. So That's right, that you have two. It, it, I got myself a Traxxas Haas 4x4. You got a truck. It takes up the whole thing. So. Big old truck with a wheelie bar. Good times. And so I got that, and I'll um, show some things. And then I got a Typhoon 2. Oh, jeez. A Park Zone Typhoon 2. Yeah. Okay, let, let me see the picture. So go ahead and take I'll, a look at the I'll, picture. I'll put, it, it'll pee up here on yeah, the screen. Yeah, I'm going to send it to him. Uh, so after – is this news? This is projects. Oops. I'm going to get out what? of news. Yeah, just go – like, I, I'm gonna we're going to lose projects. the format, and yeah. we're just going to have things we talk about. So – so yeah, let's let's talk about your thing. I, I have this. in this truck. I have already done some modifications and repairs. So the front front drive line on this, I have actually busted both sides. When you drive really fast into a, even a ramping curb on the side of the street, yeah, you're gonna it's gonna break something. Well, that's not where the torque problem happened, honestly. No, that's where it's, the shear force happened. When uh, that might have weakened it, but when I would flip it upside down because that happens sometimes especially yeah. when i was first driving it and stuff like that learning how to turn it at high velocities by the way you don't do it at high velocities <laughs> no. but um so uh, 
when it would be upside down, I would try to flip it with the controller. Mm. And that yeah. high torque of stop, start, stop, start, like, That's really. That's what did it? Well, it really oh. added extra stress. I had a couple um, um, endos. Okay. Where it would grab one of the tires and then just rip flip it. it up one end yeah. over the other. Though I had a couple of those, and those probably, you know, in combination with the other stuff, mm. is yeah. is ended up what breaking them. So I broke both sides, and I've repaired them. I've got videos. I haven't released those yet. Um, I got to edit them um, to show the repair. Very very simple. Love the Traxxas model. Like everything about the Traxxas is simple for repairing. Yeah, they do a good job on their models. Then um, at a later date, um, after I mean, I've been driving this thing since I got it for like three weeks, four weeks, five. Four or five weeks now. Shortly um, after our last episode. Really, it was. Like, days. Uh, somehow, so I, I added, I wanted a little more tension on you my shocks. You can change the position of the shocks. Yes. Oh, cool. So I added a little more tension to my shocks. I my gotcha. phone is fallen. And there's a little uh, divider. It comes with these. This is not aftermarket. This Well, it comes with them. So you can... It's just part of like whatever you're doing yeah. with your car, with That's your truck, right? To change how you how it drives. Yeah. yeah. So apparently, when I replaced the fr uh, passengers front passenger side one, I had loosened it, the shock mm -hmm. itself. Oh, okay. So it was squishier. So I was driving. I was showing my brother-in-law. He's got some rock crawlers, by the way. Which brother-in-law? Um, Grant. I don't know if I. I don't know him. if you met him. I I'm, I know you've met him, but I don't know if you I don't know if him. I remember yeah. him. Probably. Um, <laughs> I met him in passing a bit. He's got some rock crawlers, so Sweet. we were we were going back and forth driving this. Like he had, didn't have his rock crawlers where we were at. Uh, mm -hmm. I was just driving this, and I took it back from him, and I came in hot, and I kind of turned, and lo and behold, that front shock absorber came unscrewed. Yeah. And all of the oil in it. Came <laughs> out. Now I don't know if you can see this. Where does where's the first stopping point if you're driving forward? This is forward. Uh -huh. Where the oil is going to stop. What do you mean? Where's the oil? Oh, where's go? It, oh, it's going to spray all over your ESC. Well, and it your didn't, receiver. It, it actually. This is. Oh, so there's your servo. servo and your accessory power supply for your lights, and then your ESC. I didn't have the lights yet. Yeah, but it I can hit my servo. I can see the residue on your ESC. Yes. Yeah. My servo was. Covered. Oh gosh! It and the plastic. It was a plastic servo. No big deal with plastic servos. Oh, is this They're a like, new servo? This then? is not a new servo. Oh, all right. Let me metal see. servo. I have metal parts. I'm going to actually put that. I have a video. Oh. I'm going to do for the replacement of that. Also, oh, sweet. Uh, this is the same servo style that I bought to control my other modification oh. truck. Is this so? This is just one of the extra ones. Yes. From that? Okay. Nice. Yeah. But I, what I think is the oil got in the servo. Um, it probably broke the seal faster because the oil breaks rubber down generally pretty quickly. Yeah. And probably it just the circuit. It didn't short the circuit, but it destroyed it weakened the plastic and so it couldn't handle the high torque oh, of changing and stuff like that. Yeah. And just tore it up. Gotcha. I bought some replacements. I'm gonna actually rebuild that servo. I'm gonna clean it out and okay. rebuild it with metal parts because I got replacement mm -hmm. metal parts. I've got another metal servo and then I had this on hand. Um, that I put in here and replaced it. Nice. Need a drink. That'll happen when you talk. Oh, and I talk a lot. It's true. Then, as as Derek pointed out, I put in a light kit. I thought the light kit was uh, attached to the um, plastic, and so I bought a p extra plastic. So I have a show plastic, and then I have this plastic for when I'm just playing. 
<laughs> so you have, you have two shells? Yeah, two shells. Oh, nice. This one is already pretty trashed, you can see. Yeah, you roll it over twice, and it's going to, like, that's a, not a light truck. It's heavy. Surprisingly, this thing is held up, but you can see all my oil. Yeah. So you can see all my servo, I mean, all my shock oil. I wonder if you can get just and the shell without the frame. Ooh, lights. I got, I got the light added, and it's pretty slick. I haven't actually driven it outside yet in the dark with the lights. <laughs> So and it won't be tonight because I didn't bring my controller. But I got yeah. one more piece to this that um, I got the Bluetooth adapter for the controller, so I can connect it to my phone. What would that? What would? What information would that give you? I can have there's upgraded, so I can get extra telemetry and so how fast I'm going. There's they have a a, a light switch that you can put in and and. Utilize oh, turn on and where you can lights. turn the lights on and off. Gotcha. Um, this one doesn't do that, but I will find out how we do that so I can actually take advantage of that. Nice. And um, half a dozen other things. Uh, some of them are built in, and some of them are extra components I need to put in for to get the feedback. Yeah. Just various sensors and yeah. such. Yeah. So nice. those are some more projects that I'll be doing with this thing. Um, That's fun. But I haven't repaired the shock yet. I have oil, shock oil. Mm. I got a little bit denser shock oil. Mm, um, yeah. be <coughs> so it'll be a... You all right? Dry throat. I'll do a lot more talking now at work. <clears throat> ah, okay. <coughs> Sorry. Hopefully that got cut out. Um... <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to record doing the shock replacement now, the or the shock repair. The thing about the shocks is shock repair makes a mess. You, you that and you need the oil level to be the same across the board. Yeah. So they're so they're equal. So you're going to have to do all four because you're also get you also have thicker oil now. Yeah, it's only a little bit thicker. I could probably not that this is recommended. I could probably take the old oil, mix it, and then just add enough to cover it yeah. but i'm not going to do that i'm yeah, going to replace wouldn't. it yeah good call um just because I, even though it's only a little bit heavier like i think this is the, i think normally they uh, the hobby shop said that they normally put i think 35 and i got like 36.2 because that's what oh, they had okay. yeah, yeah. it's literally just a tiny bit heavier yeah. so i could probably mix them and it would be okay yeah probably um i don't think i'm going to do that though like no I said, it's, the, it's, the oil that's in there's probably dirty you don't want to exactly so might as well get all new oil. Uh, those videos will be coming, um, so I can show how that and it's super e like changing the front drive line. Oh yeah, super easy. It's it's fun working on RC cars like my Savage over there. Yeah, I when I first started driving that back in 2016. No, I first started driving that back in 2011, when I or 2012 when I lived with my in-laws because that's my father-in-law's truck. But I, I did a lot of work replacing gears and drive shafts and stuff just to get it back up and running. But, yeah, it's it's surprisingly fun yeah, to work it, on a little car like that. It really is. Um, so I have taken my 3S Liperior batteries, the yellow ones I've got, mm -hmm. um, and have driven this. Uh, the 25C and the 35C, pretty punchy. Like, there's a noticeable difference between the 25C and the 35C. Yeah. 
Um, These are the 2200s. Yes, the 2200s. I have an also aftermarket other name brand. I can't remember the name brand. Um, if only it was in the car right now. Oh, hey, if only it was. <laughs> it's covered by the battery protector, so. Lectern? Lectron Pro. Lectron Pro. It's a seven. It's a two S, um, seven point four volt, sixty five, a uh, seventy six hundred uh, milliampere hours, seventy five C. However, because it's a two S, there is a night and day difference between that and your uh, your kick. Oh yeah, three S to the two S. Well, it's three point something volts different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your RPMs drastically change. Yes, and your initial kick mm-hmm. out of the out, even though that's a seventy five C. That voltage difference mm-hmm. plays a huge part. Oh, yeah. Now it's got it's pretty punchy. Like if I throw that in and you drive it around, you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then I throw in the two S twenty five C or the thirty five C, you're like, oh, hold on. The three S. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. said two S. Did I? I yeah. thought I said three S. Anyway, um, then you're like, hold on, because it it just way more powerful. Oh yeah. The twenty two hundreds, I get anywhere. Between like if I do a like if I before I leave I I plug them in and charge them so they're mm-hmm. fresh battery not been sitting for a couple days like fresh okay. batteries um, I can get between 20 25 minutes per battery wow. depending on that's how the, I'm driving that's it. the 22s as the 22s it's pretty good drive yeah, time absolutely again depending on how I'm driving it yeah uh, if I'm heavy on the stick which we all know I am yes he is um. Speaking of, I've already got extra tires that I've bought. <laughs> but um, then, you know, I get a little bit less, but it's generally around 20 minutes All right, that's, per that's, those batteries. That's a good time. Yeah. Like, if I punch it and I'm just driving as fast as I can, uh, obviously it's going to go down uh, slower. However, I there are, like, I've been stressing those Liperior batteries those 2200s. Yeah, well, the the one time you brought it over and I was driving it a bit, that by the time that 22 was done, it was it was hot. It's pretty hot. Yeah. It was cooking. Yeah, the one actually gets hotter than the other one. I that's the, the one 25C I 25C gets hotter. Yeah, and I think that's the one I actually damaged. Yeah. Remember I damaged mm-hmm. one? Well, and it's so that'll affect it, but also because it's a lower C rating, it's and it can't output as much as fast and you're trying to output as much as you can it's going to warm up faster well yeah i mean that's definitely part of it um but uh, they're it's super super fun to drive the 7600 i've never ran it out yeah i get I'm, it's time to go home before i run it out because <laughs> i always do the yellow one the liperiors first mm-hmm. you know the rc battery bat- uh, batteries first um uh, because they're funner well, Not yeah. that this isn't fun. But 3S is more fun than 2S. Exactly. Plus, seeing this little thing actually get up to 60 miles an hour mm-hmm. or dang close to. Well, to pop a wheelie off the get-go. Yeah. Well, to pop a wheelie after your mid-speed, uh, yeah. like after your th- uh, mid-throttle, and you can still pop another wheelie, yeah, that's freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't do that on the 2S. No. <laughs> no. You can pop a wheelie off the get-go. But you can't do one if you're driving. Like no. You can't. And the 3S is if you kick it too hard, uh, you flip it every time. Every time it flips over. Yeah. If you kick it. It doesn't matter which uh, 3S. They, they oh, yeah. No. They so that's that's been super, super uh, fun. I, I take it out as often as I can. I'm going down to St. George this weekend. And, oh, convenient. Um, we're recording tonight. Yeah, it really is because I'm gone this weekend. That's right. <laughs> you told me that on Sunday. Yes. 
and I forgot this stuff. Of course you did. <laughs> I'm going to have to bring that back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> so I, uh, my sister lives actually in Hurricane. I'm, and my mom, I'm going to go down and visit them. Hurricane, if you're not from Utah. It's Hurricane. Yep. Even if you're from Utah, it's Hurricane. Oh, yeah. <coughs> or not from Hurric- or not from Utah, it's still Hurricane. But normal people will see it and I go Hurricane. I don't call you D-Rock or D-Ricky or anything like that, right? It, your name is Derek. My name is Stephen, even though it's spelt S-T-E-P-H-E-N. Oh, yeah. We don't say Stephen. <laughs> it's still Hurricane. Unless you want to piss him off. <laughs> <laughs> not really. I mean, I... I've gotten used to it. <laughs> Most people just call me Hobbs nowadays. So, um, so I'm gonna go down and I want to get some. I'm gonna get some footage of driving through the dirt, trying oh, yeah. to get some jumps, That'll be and nice just yeah, it's gonna be 115 degrees. That but, won't be nice. Um, I should be able to get some nice night driving. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. So, um, hopefully, I'll have some more videos uh, on my channels coming up soon. Um, uh, of that, uh, I've got those repairs and stuff I want to do. Um, share them on your Instagram so I can share them yeah, on your, uh, I don't, yeah, I gotta do better at that. Yeah. Um, and then the typhoon too. Yeah. So tell us about the typhoon. So, like, Cause that, that is a 3d acrobatic plane. Yes, I know. Okay. Carry on. I do actually, I've seen videos of people flying this. This is one where I've seen them, uh, hover mm-hmm. and flip down, touch nose and hover upside down. So oh. nose down. I've seen so it has do that. a reversible ESC. I don't know if this is that one, but I've seen people fly a Typhoon okay. that way. I don't know if this one can do it. I didn't look up, specifically look up this one, but I've seen Typhoons, hmm. same basic model. I don't know if this has a reversible so it can do that. But Say it, don't spray it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just took a drink. It's just water. Uh, but I've seen it. So right. this thing has some repair issues. I don't know if you can see, notice this over here in the corner. Oh, the wingtip's a little The wingtip is, and it's been repaired before. So I got to strip the old tape yeah. and put down new tape. I might need to actually take, see if I can take the whole flap off and uh, do a, uh, an actual, like, cover mm-hmm. repair to mm-hmm. give it a little more strength. Is this a balsa plane? No, it is foam. Okay. Even so. the wing? Because you can see cutouts and stuff as far as i know the whole thing is foam interesting okay i haven't really done an inventory of it yet i i my brother-in-law is moving to idaho and he flew it he's he's former pilot is this military different different brother-in-law which one's this one um adam lives in the oh okay neighborhood i didn't know he was a pilot yeah oh um and he's always done a lot of uh uh, virtual flying, and is, so he he's got this. He says it flies great. Last time he flew it, looks he like just, it came with its own receiver and yep. transmitter and everything. And I have a couple batteries. Oh, yep. And there's those. a battery charger. Score. Yeah. So nice. Um, that is. Uh, I I will probably work on that eventually. Yeah. <laughs> the the Traxxas Haas is really taking a bunch of my time. And well, it's, it's super fun. It's fun. It's quick and easy to get out and do. You don't have to, like, go to a big open space. No. Well, and if this flies the way I think it does, I don't actually need that big of an open space for it either. You do. <laughs> People that know how to fly that know they don't. You do. My Great Plains Electrofly yeah. flies how that thing's supposed to. 3D, acrobatic, all that oh, stuff. Oh, really? That doesn't need a lot of space to fly. I need a lot of space to fly it. Yeah, you already have a same tip. Yeah, I've got thing. a tip I need to fix. Yeah. Still. 
But so anyway, so, yeah, you need a full park for flying that yeah, first because learning flying 3D. It was way different than anything it's I've a ever nightmare. done. Nightmare. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah. So one it, wrong move and the whole thing. It has dead. full channels of everything, um, all the electronics, everything. As far as he knows, it still works. All right. So Sweet. and the little bit I've looked at it, it looks like it's in relatively good condition. He says he just would hand launch it. Mm-hmm. And then it's got landing gear for okay. um, landing. Sweet. So. Well, that'll be fun. Yeah. So. Well, that that's something that's easy enough to pull the stock receiver out and put your one of yours in. Oh yeah. And fly it with your Tyrannus. Oh yeah, this is way easy. I would. I. I don't know that I'll ever use the stock stuff that came with it. I wouldn't. It looks like it's an FM transmitter. Yeah. Based so. on the collapsing tel or the telescoping antenna on the receiver yeah. or the transmitter. But it has a lot of little features that I'll have to program because yeah, it actually has a high and low mode, which is kind of cool. So you can get out of trick mode and go to just like casual flying mode. Oh, you're probably your rates on your yeah, throws. which is really easy to program oh, in the Tyrannus. Easy. Super easy, <laughs> so <Like>. easy. <laughs> All right, we're at fifty percent. <laughs> ding ding. Oh, yeah. now we're at ninety percent because I would never do a hundred percent. I'd crash it. Yeah, I'm gonna crash it anyway. Yeah, I mean. It's just gonna happen. Yeah. But those are <laughs> those are my new new. That's my news and my projects that I've been working on. Sweet. Um, like I said, the the Traxxas, uh, big fan so far. Um, Traxxas does a good job. Very happy with their products. I love how like like very interchangeable. Uh, like th- like there's a lot of levels that fit this. They have specifics, but mm. there's a lot of levels that f- use the same components. Like the the drive shaft, it's the same for oh the several other other models. Yeah, several okay. of the other models. Um, same with the shock shock absorbers. Plus, I could go full aluminum and swap yeah. out everything to full aluminum if I wanted to. Now, granted, just the drive shaft mm-hmm. aluminum I- for a full set is like ninety to one hundred and twenty dollars for front and back. Yeah, because that's going to be real nice machined aluminum. Oh yeah, and it looks gorgeous. They have four or five different colors. Yeah. I've already looked at some. Um, I don't know that I'll do that. But I, ow, and I will have a video of swapping out the, adding the lights to it. Uh, I'm going to have a video of that too. Nice. So watch for those videos in the future because I plan on doing them. Some of them I've already got recorded and I just it's need just to edit. a matter of editing. Nice. Yeah. So projects galore. Um, it's been so much fun getting out. Oh yeah. Um, although, I I getting this. This is like a high, like this is like a middle ground between racers and rock crawlers. I can rock crawl in this, but it's super super fast, so you do it a little different. It's more of a normal. rock race. Than yeah, a it rock re- crawl. Yeah, it's more of a rock race. Yeah. Um, but I can still do it in this. Yeah. Um, but it it this kind of a hybrid. Ish. This is kind of the mark market that I was looking for when I was talking to mm. the hobby guys um, at uh, West Valley Hobbies. Nice. And um, they said this is a great entry level. Uh, well, a step above entry level. Yeah. But it's right in the middle. Like I could go with. I could rock crawl with it. And with my new Bluetooth stuff, I can actually power it down. So at full throttle, I only have fifty percent. Oh, put it into uh, beginner mode? Yeah. Because like it's got beginner mode. mode, race mode, and one other mode. I yeah. forget which. Yeah, so I can instantly do that. I can actually program my own modes, too. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so I could just be like, hey, I want to do a rock crawl mode, and it just is, you know, 
ten percent. Ten percent power. I wonder how or much. Whatever. I wonder how it would handle being that slow. I don't know. I, I'm going to play around with that. Hmm. I just got that today. The, the yeah. Bluetooth adapter. I just put it in today, so I have not played with it at all. Yeah. Um, I put it in, I synced my phone to it, and then went sweet. And <laughs> I, it worked. Yeah. So those are those are the th- my product products projects products and news. Nice. Well, I've got a couple new products and some project updates. So aside from my huge collection of planes I've got now, <laughs> um, there's a company out there called Control Hobbies. They make various accessories for RC airplanes. Um, and one of them that they make is an LED current controller. It's a little tiny thing that I, I picked up two of them. And they range in 300 milliamp all the way up to 1500 milliamp options. So you can power various sizes. I had to talk to my brother to learn how LED lights work because I had no idea. But so you can power up to several. Slightly disappointed in you. Right. Electronics is black magic. So he he helped me understand the whole stacking of voltages instead of milliamp ratings for LEDs. Okay. Um, so these, I got two of the 300 milliamp um, LEDs controllers. So I can power some pretty big LEDs. Yeah, you can. And each... Or you can pop some really small ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, so And then I bought a bunch of a bunch of tiny little LEDs that are like one and two amps. Or no, they're 20 amp LEDs. Um, but this can handle anywhere from it's one cell up to six cells voltage. So up to 26 volts through this tiny little two gram thingy. Wow. And if it's designed for a Gropner radio where their radio can be programmed, okay, I want this switch to be an on off switch. Uh huh. You flip it one way, it turns on, flip it the other way, it turns off. Okay. And so long as free sky radios have that same functionality, which I'm Pretty confident they do. I'm fairly certain you can get that. And I, I put it up on RC groups, asking for people's help and making sure that I can do that. I can connect this. So on one side, it's got your power out to your LEDs. On the other side, it's got your power from your power supply into this thing, as well as a signal line that you can run from your receiver to this. Okay. So I can set it up to turn on and off lights from my radio yeah. on my model. Mm, that's very cool. I think it was... I have a couple of those that I got for the other model truck that I was working yeah. with. This is this was $15. And, um, oh, four, 4 to 28 volts. That's what it'll run on. Nice. Yeah, so depending on the number of LEDs and the size of them determines... How much voltage you How much voltage I need. Yeah. And, then and it it's easy math. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, the voltage is easy math. It was the milliamp rating. Because I'm like... what. When would I want a 300 milliamp switch versus a 1500 milliamp switch? And he's like, it depends on the size of your LEDs. Yeah. Because when you're stacking LEDs in parallel, you don't add up their milliamp rating. No, it's all voltage. It's all voltage. Yeah. So my my LEDs at 20 milliamps, I can stack as until I run out of voltage, basically. Yeah. Whereas 24 if I'm volts, which is if you have the germanium ones, they're about seven point vol- seven volt loss. Yeah. If you have the traditional oh. one, it's a one point three. Uh, volt loss, if I remember right. Yeah. Um, this so, and so there is a voltage loss in this thing, and okay. they the instruction booklet that I printed off from their website tells you go, walks you through calculating voltage loss and all that stuff to make sure you line it up right. So I'm super excited for that. Um, but even if I can't switch it on and off from my radio, I can just do direct power straight through this thing to power LEDs. Yeah, very cool. So I am super excited. 
like had I known about and had these before I covered my gentle lady wing, you can oh, I there guarantee would be lights there would have been lights in there. Oh yeah, because that would have been amazing. Those would look sick. But that's not going to happen unless I buy another wing. Yep. And build it. Which you are planning on that, aren't you? I'm considering it. We'll see. With all my other projects going on, I may not. Okay. Um, but still, so I have two of these, and I have a whole little tackle box thingy full of LED lights. I have some high-performance LED lights, some pretty awesome ones that I bought for that other project that I, I didn't finish. <laughs> I got it driving, and then I stopped playing with it. So I have <laughs> some 5 mil LEDs and some 3 mil LEDs, and they are, I forget... I'm pretty sure they're 20 milliamps, and the, p the colors are various voltage ratings. I'll have to yeah. get on the Amazon link to get those exact details. I don't know. So if you have a clear plastic LED mm -hmm. that has a color, the color will the, – the amount of voltage on it will be different depending on the color. Yes. But if you have a colored LED, the same then it should be the same across all of them. Oh, okay. Because the clear plastic ones, it's the volt, it's the it's the, the material that's in between that gives you the color, and that mm. material, it's just like lighting, right? It's yeah. exactly like well, that's what it is. It's a light <laughs> light emitting diode, right? That's yeah. what LED, and the the substance that's in there um, changes the color. So the 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 plastic ones that you have that are colored plastic, yeah. the voltage drop across those is going to be exactly the same. Or very very close, like within. They're all they're all within a, a um, volt a of each bit. other. But your clear plastic ones, if those are colored, if um, the diode is colored. Yeah, then the voltage drop will be different based on the color that it emits. Yeah. So, so if they're just white, then it should be pretty much the same across the board out of all of them. The listing on Amazon did dictate that each color had a different voltage loss. For this, I doubt they're different i mean you can measure it I'll, easy yeah, enough i'll have to play with it but and find I, out. i'll be honest with you if there is a difference we're talking hundredths of a yeah volt. it's super tiny very tiny so but i'm super excited to play with these get it connected to my radio and stick it like I'm, i'll probably stick it on a phone board model oh yeah that because that'll be super easy to add lights to oh yeah because so, you can just exactly just, just the only thing you have to pay attention to is your weight that you're adding which so each one of these is Barely would, a gram. Yeah, I would do the smaller ones yeah. for your foam board. Uh, for your bigger planes, you can probably get away with the bigger ones. The big ones. This controller is two grams, yeah. or the switch. And then, like, the heaviest bit's going to be my wiring. Yeah. And even that's not going to be bad. No, because the nice thing is you can actually, you can, depending on the distance away from them, you can literally solder one end to the other end. Mm, you yeah. don't have to have a wire in between them. Yeah. As long as you go negative to positive. Yeah, exactly. Um. And it will, they'll work. Again, depending on how you have them grouped and mm. everything, it's really like the minimal, you can have a minimal amount of wire and still get in a very awesome effect. Now, granted, yeah. that will be something you will have to plan for. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it'll, with this, it'll be super awesome to add navigation lights to any airplane. Yeah. And I'm excited for that. And you could have blinking lights, too. And that's really easy. I yeah. can show you how to I do that with a very small circuit. Or I could probably set it up on my transmitter. Or you could have it. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely possible. Yeah. Um, if it just, when you have it in the on position, it just cycles between the two. Yeah. That we can do that with our transmitters. Yeah. So, so uh, that's my newest thing. Um, I don't think I have anything else new aside from that and the airplanes. Um, nope, that's it. Yeah. Um, 
I did make progress on the gentle lady. Okay. So I the, got the, the little bit I can see looks nice. But well, you've already seen that part. I know. I got the tail nice. surfaces hinged together. Nice. So what I did is I did the I did fishing line hinges. So you take a length of fishing line. Um, I used what is it, ten pound? Yeah, I used ten pound um, Berkeley triline, triline. Yeah, Berkeley triline monofilament. Um, and what you do is you take a just I used a T pin, and I push that into the hinging edge of the control surface mm -hmm. on both sides, so on the vertical stabilizer and on the rudder. And so I held them in line with each other, ran tape over it, or put tape on both of them and made lines so that everything's in line with itself. Yeah. Punched the holes, and they don't have to be straight. They just have to go through the wood. Yeah. Because if, if, if one's pointed up and the other one's pointed up, it's not going to hurt because it's a fishing line. So you slide the fishing line in there, and you just add a few drops of CA glue, thin CA, and it'll wick down into the wood and just shrink around it. Nice. Tighten it up. So I did three hinges, hinge points on the rudder, and four hinge points on the elevator, maybe five. And they're, they're hinged up and ready to go. I even have the elevator and horizontal stabilizer mounted on. Uh, very cool. So, so you might be able to fly that before I'm, this I'm, season's over. Yeah, I'm getting close to being able to fly it. <laughs> and I also uh, put got the um, the tow hook mounted on for the high start. Nice. That's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm super excited for that. So that thing's getting closer to fly. Um, that's it for projects. Um, I've had outings. Yeah, I haven't I, flown. I've had lots of. You've gone out. You, you, I you went guys rock are following crawling. him. He went rock crawling. So la uh, weekend after the Fourth of July, what? Hmm. You don't long press it. You just press it. I did. Oh, what is going on? Just feed. I don't. Know how, I don't know how this thing works. Why does it want you to make a post? What the heck? So. Hmm. Go back. Well, I was just trying to post it. Oh, that's what you're doing. Okay. I'm trying I, to post it. Then, yeah, you want to do feed. So go to Instagram. Like this mm. is my first time. Feed. And then, so this button right here zooms out to the entire picture, or you can crop it to what part you want. And then you hit the blue arrow. And you pick your filter. And then you add your stuff. Sweet. I don't know how this this thing works. Teaching him Instagram. He's old. Um, so we went up in up American Fork Canyon. There is Tibble Lake or Tibble Fork Reservoir um, up near the top of it. And there is Granite Flats Campground there. My parents like to go there every year and camp out for a few days. Um, so they weren't able to make it the, this year, but they gave me their trailer and said, you go. Oh, nice. So me and that's the boy. That's where you were at. That's where I was at. Nice. So I took my parents' trailer. Um, I went up with my family. My brother came up with his family. Um, and then my sister works at Timpanogos Cave during the summer, so she was there with us too because that makes a good place to come home to after yeah. a day at the cave. Um, so, and you're camping up there on the side of the mountain in the forest, and there's rocks and trails all through that uh, throughout that campground where you can just run around and explore. And I'm like, I'm going to bring the rock crawlers because that sounds awesome. And yeah. we got an awesome campsite. Yeah, I saw the, some of the Instagram pictures. Just, just right off the pad where the fireplace was, just 10 feet away in the clearing, was a huge rock. Hi, Sparky. Okay, yeah, just pet him. It's fine. Was There's this huge rock just right there in the dirt that was perfect for crawling all over. Plenty of, pl 
like easy ramp or drive up points, lots of technical spots that you can try and work your way up. And I got some fun pictures and videos and stuff. Um, so I will have, they're on an old camera, so I need to upload them to the computer and then I can start posting them. Well, you put some on I, Instagram. I, yeah, I did. Those were pictures taken from my phone. Oh, okay. Um, so the easy to. The easy ones. Because my phone, w- while me and one of my boys were playing with the rock crawlers, my youngest was taking a nap in the trailer. My oldest was on a hike to the cave with my wife. <laughs> so me and me and my middle child, we had a blast just tearing up the campground. And with the Liperior 2S500 lasting 45 minutes in oh these things. Oh, my gosh. We drove forever. <laughs> yeah. So we drove all morning. It was a good time. And during the pro- after we were done driving, we went and rested in the trailer while I was getting my youngest up from his nap. And Squirrel stole our peanut butter. What? That's funny. I'm not even kidding. So <laughs> there are chipmunks all over the campground. Yeah. But there's also a couple huge, like, ground squirrels. like Big guys. Bodies as big as my water bottle. Wow. Huge ground squirrels. And I was chasing them with my rock crawler because they'd come up onto our camp, our pad where we were parked and try and just sniff around and get into our garbage sort of stuff. So I'd drive my rock crawler over and chase them away and then turn around. My 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 son thought it was hilarious. Oh, yeah, that is actually pretty fun. It was a good time because I wasn't like even full speed. There was no way I would have caught them. Oh, no, they could sit down. Well, they sat there and they watched and I drove up to within a foot of them and I gun it and just kind of jerk the jerk the truck and they take off running. <laughs> but they kept on coming back, so I kept on chasing them. It was a good time. Yeah, I'm sure they had a fun time too. Honestly. Oh yeah, it was a good time. They like the squirrels are very playful creatures. Yeah, they're smart too. So yeah. when we left, like when we went inside the trailer to take care of my youngest after his nap, yeah, they stole the peanut butter that had been left out on the one of the picnic tables, <laughs> and they carried it off into the woods. <laughs> so is this like a peanut butter jar? Yeah. Like, it's the small peanut butter jar, okay. sealed up and closed and everything, but it had been left out from breakfast. They stole it. They stole it. We could not, I, me and my wife were running around for <laughs> half an hour trying to find it so we could make lunch for the boys. <laughs> could not find it anywhere in the campground. And finally, I gave up. And I'm like, it's the squirrels. The squirrels took it. My wife's <laughs> like, you can't blame this on the squirrels. I'm like, I'm blaming it on the squirrels. <laughs> what else is there? Like, there's no other logical reason. And apparently that's what brokers, when I said there's no other logical reason as to wh- why that's gone or logical explanation, the squirrels took it. She's like, no, that's not logical. Well, so I'm like, it is. Uh, right. I mean, so <laughs> I decided I'm going to go wander. I'm going to do a perimeter check of the campground, see if I can't find this peanut butter. <laughs> I get ha- I, so I go out and I start walking. I get halfway around the campground and in the trees up off the side of our pad, maybe 10 feet. Where the squirrels had been watching me from is my jar of peanut butter. <laughs> Still closed, unhurt, just covered in dirt. And the, the rim winter. Well, the rim of the lid was full of bite marks because yeah, they were trying to get it open. Yeah. I mean, they would eventually get it open. Yeah. But so I will now blame everything on squirrels. Yeah. I mean, we have some in the neighborhood, too. So they're conniving. They're sneaky little buggers. Oh, yeah. And they're so, rodents. So, you know, you have that. So you now have my permission to blame if things go missing, especially where you're camping, blame it on the squirrels. You have my permission. <laughs> you can tell this story. <laughs> so there you go. That that is my latest outing. And the boys, they had an, like when my oldest came back from ca- the hike, we put new batteries in the crawlers and they went to town and they had an absolute blast. Yeah, that's fun. That's awesome. One of the videos I put on my Instagram was of them crawling up a rock. We, the bo- Me and the boys, we found this rock. It's 45-degree angle face, and it went up for like six feet. 
That's and awesome. you could just you could ride off the trail straight onto this rock and ride up to the top. Yeah, I watched some of those videos that you posted. If too. you didn't those do it carefully, cool. yeah, if you didn't do it carefully, you'd get stuck. Roll off. No, if you got turned too far one way, it would you'd just, actually roll. Yeah, it would go tumbling down. That makes it a great obstacle. That's that's fun. That's yeah, because like, there's a bit of challenge and, but not too much. The boys were able to drive up it. Yeah, they figured it out. So it's very awesome. So yeah, that is my latest outings. I hope to get out and made in the DLG soon. Yeah. Um, I also need to get out and fly some of my other planes, but that's what I've been up to. It's that's been good. Fun. That's good times. It's been, an, it's been an eventful month. It's been what I wanted this month-long break to be, a chance for us to actually do something and give you guys more good, content. good stories to listen to, good yeah. stuff to talk about. Yes. Because so, look at that. We're almost in an hour already. Yeah, and it's, I mean, we've pretty much covered our normal schedule yeah. of, of talking points here. Uh, I mean, I've been out driving this a ton. Um, I let my son drive it. Um, we're now in talks. Me and him, because he's nine. Of getting him one? <laughs> of getting him one. Yeah. But they're expensive. Yeah. And so those talks are still going, but I'm I'm actually with him. He wants one. I want him to have one, but we got to figure out at what level is he at. My nine-year-old, where is he at? Like, mm. does he need a 16-mile-an-hour one? Absolutely not. Really? Can you say absolutely not, or can you say? Well, last time I saw him drive, la- well, last time I saw him drive an RC truck that wasn't going sixty miles an hour, he ran into a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he did really good because I've let him drive this. Okay, uh, and that was last summer. Yeah, I mean, he's I so, mean, you age a lot from eight to nine. Oh yeah, and so For he's sure. almost ten now. But uh, he, I let him drive over at the school. And nice. he did really, really good. There was only one moment where there was a, I don't know if he panicked or what, but he hit the the curb pretty hard. Yeah. And it did a 360 and landed on its wheels. So it, it like 360 in the air. Yeah. And landed on its wheels. Um, and I talked to him about, you know, when you're, you got to be careful and everything like that. And he drove it some more and was a lot better. Nice. Um, he was driving it around, you know, doing, like, obstacles and stuff like that. He's actually better at it in controlling it overall than I am or was when we first started driving. Like, yeah, his hand-eye right. coordination or whatever is, I mean, he's 9 and I'm 45, so there's a big difference there. Well, and he's he plays a lot of video games, he so, like, does. he has that hand-eye coordination for a controller. Yeah, and so he just... Picked it up like I was nice. surprised on how quickly he picked it up. Yeah, and I shouldn't have been, but I was. And so, yeah, we we've had a couple outings. Um, it's just been really hot here in Utah the last few weeks, so it's really yeah. hard to convince everybody to go out. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, in the I mean, we've we've been getting out um, as often as we can. Usually, it's been once a week, um, sometimes two or three times a week. So just nice. little short outings. I take. All my batteries, and I burn through one and a half. Because <laughs> my batteries last for a long time. Yeah. A lot longer than my body can handle the heat. Well, and a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, after a certain point, you're like, okay, I either need to switch up what I'm doing or I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. So I started learning how to do some really cool turns, how to get it in the air and land it. Okay. Safely. You know, different things like that. So it's been a grand old time. So. Nice. Yeah. All right. What else you got? Um, else? I've got a beginner tip. Okay, cool. Always unplug and or turn off your models. <laughs> Did you burn a battery up? No, I didn't burn it up. But So I've got one of my Liperior 502 S's. 
And apparently, I forgot to, I wasn't unplugging the batteries, but I forgot to turn it off for the night. And it j- so it just stayed on. So now I've got individual volts like it's, why is this not reading? Because uh, it's really low. Yeah. Uh, not that you heard that. It's just really, really so low. So like this, the whole pack is reading less than three volts. That's, you're in a dangerous p- place for that battery. Yeah, it's you a little You can recover puppy. it. I just have to do it super slow. Yes. Yeah. So, and I, I have an idea of like, it was a $4 battery. I'm not too worried. But I, I do have an idea of how I'm going to recover it. Um, my brother's saved a couple batteries and I've tried it. The batteries I tried to save were too far gone, but I think this one's still alive enough. I just need to be next to it while it's charging. Yes. So I can monitor it. Um, if you use, I, uh, both of the battery chargers I have actually have safeties on them Mm -hmm. and you have, it will actually begin to charge and will realize that it's unbalanced. Yeah. And so it starts charging realizes is unbalanced and it will stop the charge yeah i the one i burned up well i didn't burn up but when i shorted yeah. out and and just like one cell i don't know how i got one cell down to one volt yeah. the other cells were fine but one cell was one volt and i'm like oh my gosh i've destroyed this <laughs> so i kept charging it and after about 35 45 minutes of just 10, 15 seconds of charging. It wasn't even 10, 15 seconds, probably five or six seconds of charging. Yeah. It finally got it to a level that it could then balance itself mm-hmm. and do a proper charging. Yeah. Yeah, the charger I have, I don't think it has any sort of safety like that, but it does have, I can charge this as if it were a nickel metal hydride battery where it just runs on a very low amperage trickle charge. Okay. So it doesn't balance it. It just slowly trickles into both cells at the same time. Okay. So I can set it to balance, to charge on that. And once I get it back up to a nominal voltage. Without getting the with, other one too high. Well, both both cells are down. Oh, both. that's right. The, both entire, cells, pack the entire pack is, is down. That's eight. right. You're fine on that one. Yeah. Well, not so fine, I don't, I don't have yeah. a balance issue. I have a charge issue. Yes. So, so I need to get need to both of them up. Yeah. And if I can get both of them back up to around three volts, then you can put it on the other charger. Then I can put plug it in as a lipo and balance charge it. So long as like it's you can feel it, it's a little puffy. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, it's a little puffy because I let it do that all yeah. night. So I will have to monitor this very closely. I have been um, pretty impressed though with the batteries that we've been we've oh gotten. Yeah. So the batteries we've gotten for the price, great. like they're way. Oh yeah, more valuable than the price. Oh yeah, that absolutely. They are, um, well, and this is selling them for purely because like any battery would have done this. Oh yeah, you left it, leave I a battery in, plugged in all night. Yeah. yeah, especially on like servos where there's it, barely little, but there is still some coming on. Yeah, and there's well, an and LED. Th- yeah, these models have four LEDs on them. Yeah, which is like no current, so it's going to take forever for it to to drain. But it's plenty of voltage. Yeah, but it's current that drains the battery. That's true. Yeah. Voltage so is, is how much current mm-hmm. and, but, and current's what kills you also. Yeah. So the, so, the amperage. So I need to I need to play with that and get it back up to operational. But that shouldn't be too much of an issue. It's a great test for the battery. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll definitely report out on how that goes. Yeah. And and um I think with these little things that we've been we've been seeing why these batteries are so good. I don't understand how they're able to keep them so cheap, honestly. No kidding. 
um, because I've, I've the 7600 battery that I, I got um, was $90. Holy crap. That's a lot. So for the similar model S2, I think it's like $40, $35. A similar light period? Yeah. About half price. I'll have to look. I haven't looked. Don't quote me on that. I'll look, <laughs> and I'll let you know, but it's it's quite a bit less. That's crazy. And so, um, yeah, I was like, whoa, I'm going to – which that reminds me i got to put an order in for a bunch of batteries. So Yeah, I want to talk my, – my charger is starting to act up. It doesn't always – like I think something's coming loose on the board because when I plug it in, it doesn't always power on. Okay. I have to wiggle, wiggle it a little, little bit. bit. So I need to – we need to get back. Yeah. I need to talk to Richard and see <laughs> if I can get one of the uh, – Get a new charger. They don't have the ISDT chargers anymore. No, the, the la- I think the last two I got were there just yeah. getting rid of them. I wonder if but that I, was. But they're great. Oh, yeah. I wonder if that was due to just like shipping difficulties or something. I'm not sure. But they got some really nice, um, from a couple of really nice looking ones from a brand called Ultra Power, I think is what it's called. Um, but there's one that has two uh, battery charging ports and one that has four. Four, wow. Yeah. So I'm gonna. Well, I need to get back in touch with Richard, and because it's been a few months since I messaged, e- emailed him. But we'll. Uh, I love we'll my talk two channel. I mean, my two charger. Yeah, that being able to charge more than one battery at a time is huge. The oh, I will. I will say the only complaint that, that I have about these batteries. Uh, bring, give me your two S real quick. Is the this the balance lead? The balance lead should be an inch longer. I did see somewhere on RC groups on the thread for these batteries, uh, the newer ones, the newer models have longer balance leads. But that is my biggest complaint because e- using the the charger, it is very very hard to get the battery in there. Yeah. Um, and get it to stay without pulling the balance lead out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that so is that is in the works or has been solved already. Yeah, that's my only complaint um, with the ones I have. Uh, I've been thinking about uh, building an adapter, which would solve my problem. Yeah, I just haven't done that yet because um, a loft has balance lead extensions. Well, that's something I should buy. I have balance lead extensions. Yes, you do. I have a two S and a three S. So yeah, just that's what I need is a couple two uh, S's and three S's. Yep. So yeah, just do that. Yeah, since uh, the the other battery that here, the balance lead, you can see there. You can see. It's yeah, that's that's a good three inch balance lead. Yeah. Whereas on the Liperiers, it's so an maybe inch. an inch. Yeah, it's pretty small. So, but so. yeah, pretty sure that's been fixed. Well, cool. I, so. I that's I just need to get on and buy me some more batteries. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I need more batteries because <laughs> going out and driving for an hour and a half to two hours. You're done by then. Yeah, I'm usually done. Now, yeah. there's a couple of racetracks that I'm thinking of checking out. Um, so maybe if I've got a track that I'm racing on, I might want to be longer than two hours. Oh, for sure. But the racetrack actually does it in two-hour increments. They do hour and two-hour increments oh, yeah. for your time there. So maybe two hours is plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, you'll um, have to let us know how that goes. The only other thing I have on beginner tips is just like when you get your new device and your your new your new thing, and I've I've said this before, is like 
take it easy out there. Um, I haven't really, like, I haven't destroyed the car, but I've done a little bit of damage, and some of that was just not understanding how fast it can go mm. and the and the the power of it and stuff like that. Yeah. And just like with my the me getting out and flying planes, I'm so excited to get out. I don't always take it easy. So that's a beginner tip. It's like yeah. uh, take a minute. Uh, kind of get a feel for it, play around with it a little bit. At, at if you can't, like if you're flying, it's a little harder to like take it easy, but you can still. Like you do gentle little, like little drops, and and just kind of get a feel of what it's going to do. Yeah. Um, especially with gliders, uh, powered planes, you can still do the same thing, just low, just enough to, you know. But just kind of take it easy, and I, I think I've done that beginner tip before, but. Mm. No major damage to the car. I mean, no. the drive shafts, but I honestly, that's I think easily, that's easier to repair than a bo- than frame damage. And the drive shafts that I got, the new replacements, I didn't get fancy ones. I just mm. got the normal ones. Yeah, they were way better quality than the one that came on it. Oh, I'm so sure. So I'm betting that it was just not to say that they put low quality drive shafts on there, but they were probably not the nicer ones. Yeah, you know, that's fair. Um. But I, I am also really heavy on the stick, so, yep. you know, that's a thing. <laughs> um, other than that, yeah, um, get out and have fun. Yeah, do it. Send us emails with your stories. Share pictures with us. We'd love to hear what you've got going on. Yep. So um, I think that's everything, unless you got anything else. No, I think we've got it. All right. We, we've gone over an hour. Yeah. Sweet. So with that, remember, when flying inverted, up is down and down is expensive. RPM is how hard you hit the ground, and torque is how far you have to dig to get it yourself back out. Hey, guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys.